Welcome to the Restoration Zone. I'm your host, Tracy Brewer-Sommer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I've been really excited about our special guests that we have on the Restoration Zone today, and I'm excited to talk about the topics that we're going to discuss. We have uh, Pastor Jim Alderdice, who's the pastor of New Life Worship Center Church of God in Peoria, Arizona. Uh, just before we get started, I just want to briefly share with our viewers, Pastor Jim, who you are and what you do, because you're not the typical pastor. <laughs> <laughs> pastor Jim Alderdice is a Bible teaching, not watered down or twisted. He does not twist the word. Pastor Jim is a truth teller. He preaches the word. He's an author and his books and his preaching confronts American culture with biblical truths. You know, some people may squirm in their seats, Pastor Jim, because they feel uncomfortable, but I believe America needs to get back to God and apply his word to their lives yeah. and not change it. I believe they don't need to be watering it down or manipulating it to fit their circumstances, you know? <laughs> Amen. And, uh, you know, I'd apologize for that last statement if it's offensive to some, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> uh, it, I'm not sorry for what the word right. of God says, and I'm not sorry uh, you know, because the fact of the matter is it applies to everyone and there's yes. no buts and there's no exceptions, period, you know? Yeah. Yes. So, but um, you can find Pastor Jim Alderdice on his Facebook page, Jim Alderdice. You can also find him on his website, www.patriotpreacher.org. Please go on and subscribe to his emails. I am telling you, he writes and informs us of some incredible biblical insights of what is going on in America today. And I will post his information on how to connect uh, with him on the Restoration Worship Facebook page as well. Welcome, Pastor Jim. You know, I, I just, it's an oh. honor to have you here today. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk about this, the topics and um, they really go hand in hand. And the first one yes. is going to be the significance of the Asbury revival and the breakout mm -hmm. of revival in other universities oh, and the yeah. impact um, that this is going to have on the change of the liberal mindset that seems to be indoctrinated in the, our younger generation by these young universities. Yes. And also um, it, Number two, it being not a coincidence, there is no mm -hmm. coincidence of Amen. revival breaking out in our country right now and the movie Jesus Revolution being released and doing so good in the theaters yes. right now. And God's hand definitely being on this. You know, God strategically planned all this from the beginning of time. You know it? <laughs> Amen. Absolutely. Amen. So go ahead, Pastor Jim, share with well, us your heart. <laughs> well, Tracy, thank you so, so much. And God bless you. Thank you for your kind words. I appreciate that, uh, your encouragement. Uh, and, and if I could just add one, one other um, place where people can, can subscribe. I also Please. have, in addition to the patriotpreacher.org, uh, I have a substack. Um, a lot of people are get, becoming familiar with that, and it is RestoreTheBible.Substack.com. RestoreTheBible.Substack.com. And uh, you can subscribe there to my free newsletter, which will also uh, be turning into a podcast as well. Um, and so, yeah, that's a great, <laughs> great resource there. Um, and if anybody wants to email me, I'm Pastor Jim Alderdice at Cox.net. 
A-L-D-E-R-D-I-C-E. Uh, I don't mind corresponding directly with people. And if you want to be added to my email list, that's a good way too. But uh, restorethebible.substack.com. Um, it's maybe the best place to, to get on my email list right there. Oh, hallelujah. Well, Amen. Tracy, I, I, I so appreciate you know you inviting me to this tonight. It's exciting. It is exciting. It, it is exciting. Ex- I can't wait to talk about this. <laughs> it's so exciting what God is doing. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, this this is a literally a once in a lifetime. Well, in my case, twice in a lifetime. Wow. Revival that is hitting our nation and mm-hmm. will from here go around the world. Uh, that, as you mentioned, that uh, there's so much to cover. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where to start here. Well, let's start with the significance of the Asbury yes. Revival and the breakout of revival in other universities. Yes. And talk about that first okay. and the impact that it's going to have on that liberal mindset, you know, of, of, of the college-age yes. students. Yes, a- a- amen. And, you know, we, we've seen what's happened to America. We, we, we see what's happened to this nation because we have rejected God's word. Right. That's why I call my substack Restore the Bible. You know, my, my theme is it's time that we restore the Bible to our schools, sciences, politics, public square, and personal lives. And But because we've rejected God's word, 19... 19- 62, the Supreme Court kicked prayer out of school. 1963, they kicked the Bible out of school. The Bible and Christian prayer were in our public schools until 1962 and 63, right at the time when I was entering the public school system. Um, And and then, of course, 10 years later, what happens? Roe v. Wade gets passed. You know, we start murdering children in their mother's wombs. Uh, and that's certainly uh, a symptom of what happened 10 years earlier by us taking prayer and God's word out of the public school system, therefore out of the lives of children. Um, and it's time that be reversed. Thank God Roe v. Wade's been overturned. Oh, Amen. yes. But that's yes. just a symptom. It's it's we got to get the Bible restored. We, we got to return to because the Bible is the only truth. Um, it's, it's, it's the only foundation of truth that we have in this world. Um, and because of that, we have lost a generation. I mean, my goodness, we turn on the TV and we see these young people in colleges that, uh, you know, the whole education system has been taken over by the woke left, what we Mm -hmm. call the woke agenda, Mm -hmm. which what is the woke agenda? The promotion of homosexual marriage, the promotion of transgenderism, the promotion of socialism instead of free market capitalism. What what is all that? It's simply rejection of God and his truth, rejection Mm -hmm. of God and and his word. And and that's what it is. So, um, and we're like pulling our hair out saying, how can we fix this? What are we going to do? I mean, my goodness, um, the country is going, excuse my language here, but it's a Bible word. People are like, it's a customer. No, it's a Bible word. America is going to hell in a handbasket. Right. And, and we're pouring our hair out and saying, you know, how can, and we're realizing there's nothing we can do. All of a sudden, God shows up. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, and it, I, I know we're limited on time here, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to try to get through this quickly. But all of a sudden, in a little Bible college in Wilmore, Kentucky, 
Who in the world ever heard of Wilmore, Kentucky? Not me. I know I nothing about until it. until this last <laughs> right, few right? weeks. Yeah. Uh, 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 Asbury Bible College on, on February 8th, I think that was a Wednesday, um, they're having a chapel like at all Bible colleges and universities that have chapel. You know, some, some have them daily, some have them twice a week, some have them three right. times a week. They're in the chapel. Uh, a, a young man delivers a message of an evangelist or a, a pastor or somebody. I don't know his name, uh, but it, I've heard testimony about it. There wasn't really anything significant. It was just a call to, you know, to love Jesus more. Um, and they dismiss. And every other chapel, they dismiss, and everybody gets up and goes to class. And there was just a handful that said, you know, I, I, I want to just linger here a minute. And so a handful of students lingered in the chapel for a minute just to be alone just to sit and contemplate for a minute whether it was the message they had just heard whether there was a stirring in their heart that was unusual i i don't know i don't know if anybody knows the exact reason why the small group stayed but they stayed mm. and they began to pray and they began to get out of their seats and go mm -hmm. and kneel down at the altar and then the testimony is said that there were others that had left and gone back to the classroom that felt a stirring and raised their hand and said, teacher, do you mind? I, I feel like I want to go back to the chapel and the teachers granted it. And so a few others started leaving the class and going back to the chapel. Slowly but surely, the group in the chapel began to slowly grow on this February the 8th. Right. Well, here we are. We're just what? What's today? March the second. I mean, we're we're not even. It's not even a month into this thing. <laughs> I know. It's fresh. It's new. Next thing we know, by the end of the day, the whole well, not about the whole school, but just about everybody on campus is in the chapel, right. praying, crying out to God. Somebody, I think, grabs a guitar and starts, you know, just singing some praises unto God. No professionals, no preachers, no professional worship leaders. Not there's anything wrong with that, but it was just students right. getting gripped, wanting an encounter with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And man, it came. They were it, desperate. They were hungry. Oh, you know? that's it. That's it. Out of desperation of wanting, like, you know, seeking something more, you know? Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, what Jesus says, Sermon of the Mount, Matthew 5, 6, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Absolutely right, Trace. Just that desperation, that hunger. That we, we need more. We, this isn't getting it. Going to class every day and, you know, we need more. And right. when you get that desperate, God will show up. And that's what happened. And Absolutely. man, it sparked and uh, word got out quickly. I mean, word got out quickly. The last uh, number, what, how many of you heard? The last number I heard, they've mm -hmm. had over 100,000 uh, visitors. I, 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 I believe it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, it, it may be more by now because I, I think that was last week. Um, and, 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 not, and not just locally. I mean, no, they, people started over. flying in. I, I, I've heard... Uh, I mean, it hit, it hit national media very quickly. Tucker Carlson on the Fox mm -hmm. News Network. He yeah. had, there's a young lady, I don't remember her name, forgive me, but she's like the student body president. Mm -hmm. And so she was the one who kind of would be getting interviewed. She was on Tucker just a couple days into this thing. He Tucker hears about it. He, he gets her on 
And she goes, yeah, it's, it's amazing, you know, and, and in the morning show, they sent one of the morning shows on Fox news. The girl actually went there and sat down, but they, they've said there's people who have come from Brazil. There's people who've Mm. come from Indonesia, all over the world, Australia, um, from, from, I think probably all 50 States. Uh, people have come, but very quickly, very quickly, it started sparking. It, it's you know we're affiliated with the Church of God out of Cleveland, mm-hmm. Tennessee. On that next Monday, the students gathered for chapel. Well, Monday or Tuesday, forgive me. I, I, it was um, very quick. It's the thirteenth. So that that was a Monday, I believe. The students at Lee University they went to chapel and they said, "Why not here and why not now?" Exactly, and, and a group of them just got on their knees and just started crying out to God. Boom! The same thing happened. The next thing you know, by the end of the day, the, they call it the Stone Chapel at Lee University campus here in Cleveland, Tennessee, was packed, and people started coming there. So now you got Kentucky, now you got Tennessee, and and, and that was the order. Asbury was the first. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee University was the second. Which back in 1970 is, is what happened that you were sharing with me as well. Is that correct? The exact same thing. Mm-hmm. This is where it gets wild. Okay. <laughs> this is where it gets wild. 53 years ago in February, it was February 8th this year in 1970. It was February 3rd at the Ooh. Asbury Bible College within a couple days. The wow. same thing, the chapel service. And something came into that chapel. Well, not something, someone, Jesus. Jesus walked Jesus into that did. chapel yeah. just like he did in 53 years ago in 1970. And the same thing happened at Asbury Bible College. And the next campus it went to in 1970 was Lee. Was Lee. Wow. That wow. is Again, not a coincidence. It's no, it's, it's not a coincidence. It, it's just too amazing, and, and it's it's spreading to secular colleges as well. You know, I just, I just, I, I watched uh, some footage today, Pastor mm-hmm. Jim. It was an overflow room right. from Ohio State wow. <laughs> University. Wow, these people crying out in the overflow room. So I didn't overflow. even see footage of the main room that they were in. That they were it's in. amazing. And that's certainly not a Christian college. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I mean, and that's, and that's what's so, it's, and so this is what's, what there's so much more to tie in here, but th- this is what's so dynamic about this. What's so wonderful and marvelous is God is reaching the young people, which is, is what, which is what we need. Why? Because they're the future. They're the future leaders of the church. They're the future political leaders. They're the future leaders in education. They're going to be our future teachers in the public school system. Some will go to Christian schools, I'm sure. But many will go into the public, called to become teachers, end up in the public school system, end up in business, you know, end up in in, in the marketplace. And so, so God's doing it again, what he did 53 years ago. Now, before this happened, before February 8th this year, it's already been announced. I'm getting emails saying there's a movie coming out, The Jesus Revolution. Right. From, from what happened in the 1970s. Well, this immediately grabs my attention because, as I mentioned at the beginning of this, this is a once in a lifetime. Well, twice in a lifetime for me. In 1973, I was 16 years old 
on Easter Sunday morning, uh, it clear, went, rode, me and my buddy David Sheets rode our 10 speeds down to Clearwater Beach, Florida, okay, high on PCP. Hmm. We're going across the causeway, and we see about one to 200 young people, just like us, long hairs, you know, I got hair down to my shoulder. I'm 16. You know, I'm a beach boy there in Florida. <laughs> um, and we see these kids walking, they, and they're carrying these signs. I say to my buddy, what do those signs say? He says, they have a finger pointing up, and it says, one way, one way. I said, what's that? about? He goes, oh, that's those Jesus freaks. I said, Jesus? <laughs> he goes, yeah, they're Jesus freaks. We go down to the beach. Here's these kids, teenagers like us baptizing in the ocean they're in the ocean at clearwater beach florida kids are getting baptized you know and i'm watching this i'm saying what is this what is going on here right you know and i've got this you know drug in me you know it's a little bit of a hallucinogenic right. they, they used to call it angel dust uh, it's devil's mm -hmm. dust it's demon you know, it's, what, <laughs> it's demon dust <laughs> demon dust i'm not doing angel. <laughs> and, and but my, my friend saw one of the guys as part of this group who happened to be the older brother of a girl he was dating at the time, a teenager. He goes, oh, here's so-and-so. We go over and start talking to this guy. He's one of the Jesus freaks. We start talking about the Bible. You know, I'm 16 years old at the time, so of course I knew everything. So <laughs> I start debating him about evolution versus biblical creation. You know, and he stayed so kind and with me, and I'm just trying to talk to him how you know about evolution, you know. And I, I, I was not a denier of God. I just thought God used evolution. You know, I didn't understand the Bible. He goes, "Well, I believe what the Bible says that God created man in His own image on day six of creation, out of the dust of the ground, breathing in His nostrils the breath of life. Man became a living soul. Boom." you know, uh, supernatural creation. Anyway, long story short, because I don't want to drag out my testimony part here. Long story short, my, my, he walks us up there. There's a, a group of these kids. They've all been, they've been baptized now. The things are starting to kind of quiet down to move on. But some guys got a guitar and they're, they're dancing in the sand. It's almost like a square dance where the one guy's playing a guitar and there's a group of about eight or 10 of them. And they're kind of going, dancing in a circle. You know how you lock arms like we used to do in elementary school where you uh -huh. kind of do the little square dance thing. And they're right. just praising the Lord. They're wow. skipping. They're kind of skipping in the sand and their guitar is going. And, and he turned and, to me and he says, look at the joy in them. Mm. And I said, oh, I, 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 I've got that kind of joy. And I started jumping. What an idiot. I was such an idiot. I started <laughs> jumping up and down and going, hallelujah, hallelujah, trying to fabricate some sort of joy. And he goes, you don't look very joyful to me. And he was absolutely right. I had no joy. Oh, wow. I had no peace. I knew that what these kids had was supernatural. It was not of this world, mm. and I didn't have it. Me and my friend David spent the next two hours walking up and down what would be like the boardwalk area there at Clearwater Beach saying, what did we just witness? What mm. did we just see? And it created a hunger in us. It showed me this Jesus thing was real. That mm. day... Easter Sunday, 1973 at 16, was my first encounter with Jesus Christ through wow. the Jesus movement, which is wow. what this movie's about. It began my journey with Jesus. It started then. It's incredible. Incredible. It put a hunger in my heart. It showed me this isn't religion. This isn't church. Because I'd, I'd grown up in Lutheran church. I'd sang mm -hmm. in the kids' choir. You know, mm -hmm. I'd gone to the Sunday school, you know, learn the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's nice, but that won't get you saved. 
Okay. Right. Um, Absolutely. You know, that's, we're supposed to do that. Yes. But uh, that, that won't get you safe. So uh, this was my first encounter with, with, with a spiritual force outside of this world, you know, Jesus. Uh, and, and it, it, it took a year, it took a while uh, for me to, to finally bow my knee, but it began my journey with Jesus. So here this movie comes out and I'm like, this is it. This is what started my journey. And I'm checking this out and they're saying how, how it started in California. And what that story is, you saw it. I, I, I haven't seen it yet. I, I can't wait to go see it. Oh but, my but goodness. It's, it's the story of Pastor Chuck Smith of the Calvary Chapels, mm-hmm. whose church was failing, about to go under. Uh, Greg Laurie, who we all know now, you know, mm-hmm. Pastor Greg Laurie, also a Calvary Incredible. Chapel pastor, incredible man of God. We see him on TV doing the gospel commercials. That's what I call them, Bible commercials. One of my dreams I want to do, but thank God he's doing it. You know, we see Franklin Graham and people like that. But, you know, Greg Laurie, and it's their story in the movie. Greg's a teenager with long hair and a beard who's not saved. You're searching for answers. And, 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 and um, you know, the, uh, a hippie evangelist named Lonnie Frisbee, you know. Mm-hmm. And so the movie says, well, this all started in California. Well, excuse me. No, it didn't. It started in Asbury Bible College in Kentucky. Because wow. when I began to see this movie, then after I see this movie's coming out, boom, Asbury hits like a week later. Right. Wow. The movie hasn't hit the theaters That's incredible. yet. It hadn't been in the theaters yet, but the trailer, right. I'm like watching the trailer. I said, oh, this is cool. Then the, the Asbury Revival hits. I start digging into the Asbury Revival because it impacted, you know, this spread. I'm thinking, well, was it Asbury? Was it, was it what happened in California that this movie's going to be about? I find out within a week of the Asbury breakout back in 1970 on February the 3rd, within one week, one of the gals, it was a student there that the revival had lived in California. She went home and spoke at her church. Boom. It broke out in California. Wow. It didn't start in California. It started at Asbury, Kentucky within a week. It was in California. And I watched this documentary of the whole history of the 1970 breakout. And they Uh said, not only did it hit California within a week to two weeks, it went to New York and it went down to Florida. Boom. I said, there's wow. a connection. There's my there's Florida the connection. connection. Right. <laughs> so it really started with Asbury and then went to California and spread from sea to shining sea. So I'm, I'm thinking, my goodness, th- wait, this, this is overloading me. This is too much. Wait a minute. The movie's coming out. It's about the same thing that's happening now. Right. This is not a coincidence. And the, it doesn't, the, but it doesn't look the same this time around, does it? It's, it's completely different, you know? Well, it, it, it's still, it, it, in, in meaning that, you know, right. but the, the, the same hunger, you know, yes, is, yes. is there, but it, it doesn't look like it did, you know, 53 a, years ago. It's, it's a different time. It's a different time. It's a time. different time, exactly. A different, a different culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but in, in some ways, think of this. The culture back then was a generation of young people that were just lost. They'd, mm-hmm. they'd been disillusioned by government, you know, the Vietnam War and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Uh, it was drugs, you know, sex, mm-hmm. rock and roll, all that stuff, you know. Um, they were searching. They were looking, yeah. weren't they? Yeah. yeah, we were all looking for something that we yeah. didn't have, you know, just like my encounter on, yeah. on the beach. But what do we got now? 
kind of the same thing. Well, uh, that's, yeah, a, that's true. That yeah, they are searching. They've been indoctrinated by this <laughs> woke, woke propaganda from the left. You propaganda know, just, from the it's left. Just, it's been, you know, yeah. I, but there that the, the same thing that is happening now happened then, and I'm not going to give the movie away because you haven't seen it yet. Right. But um, and the, and for those out there that haven't seen it, but I will say there was a very gripping scene, and that mm. this is this is key right here. Mm-hmm. It, it was it's towards the beginning. It was between Chuck Smith and Lonnie Frisbee. Okay. And Chuck Smith says says, "What will it take to see a move of God?" And Lonnie Frisbee says to him, "Desperation. Mm. We're desperate. These college students are desperate, desperate. for the truth." Yes. And it's ignited across America and within the churches and with pastors, too. You yes. Know? It's just incredible. Yes. And this generation is desperate, too, aren't they? Because what, what, why are they why are they embracing this 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 woke agenda, this woke theology, if you want to call it that? They're searching, too. They're just searching. They're looking for love, just looking for love in all the wrong places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and. and uh, you know, embracing, you know, things that are just out and out sin. Well, the stuff they were embracing back in the late sixties, early seventies was sin too, wasn't it? So it's, it's, it's different in, in some ways, but it's the same in other ways. Right. And this is the solution. It's not something that we could have done. We, we, the older church, the mature church couldn't have reached this young generation. (laughs) It's going to take no. that young generation to reach their own peers and right. to, and for it to begin in colleges and, and universities. They, they needed that shaking from the Holy Spirit himself. They needed yes. from God. They needed, they've got the tangible evidence that they are seeing like with their yes. eyes and feeling. Yes. It's just like, you know, I had shared with you my niece who's at Lee University and she yes. told me, she's like, it felt like I had two arms wrapped around me and I opened my eyes and no one was there. No one you was know? there. Yeah. So, you so know? they're having encounters. They're having actual encounters and the they Lord. believe each other because they know that nobody's going to blow smoke. You know, right. like, you know, they, they hey, this, no, this is my age. This is real. They wouldn't say this. I can tell, like, you know, they, they can tell. Absolutely. And, and, and that's one of the wonderful things of the revival this time is, is there's a lot of repentance. There's Absolutely. a lot of confession of sin. Absolutely. There's a lot, a lot of, of asking for forgiveness. I've hurt mm-hmm. you, you know, you know, kids can be, you know, teenagers and young people, it can be me. They can be mean to one another. Right. You know? And, you know, they said something two weeks ago to some other person on campus. They're, they're going up saying, Hey, I'm sorry. I was wrong. Will you forgive me? And then they both just all burst into tears. You know, they hug and they, you know, it's that kind of thing. I've it's, just been seeing the outpouring of love in yes. this. So that's how you know it's the Lord. When there's yes. love, there's love. You know, the signs and wonders, you know, yeah. follow and stuff. But when you see the love of the, the love. Lord through these kids and yes. through this, you know, and, yes. you know, the, the, you know, the revival, it brings conviction. Like you said, it brings repentance. It brings, yes. a, you know, it creates a hunger for holiness and, you know, a hunger for his presence. Yes. And yes. these kids are just, and they can't wait to get out and tell their stories, you know, and it's Amen. just, Amen. it's, it's amazing. It and, is absolutely amazing. And, and people can't refute somebody's testimony again uh-uh. no they sure you know they can try to argue the bible but they can't when somebody says this is what happened to me you there's no comeback you know they're, yeah. they're sharing their heart um and it's changing lives you yeah know, it's changing it lives and that's the thing it that you see that 
the actual change mm -hmm. in that, the shift at that. You know what's really awesome, Pastor Jim, is I've got mm -hmm. a lot of friends across the United States and, mm -hmm. um, you know, in, in large churches and stuff. But I am seeing this constant, like, in a, just like advertising on social media and stuff right. like that, and the impact that this is having. Yes. And they're calling it, let's, let's, let's get together and have some unplugged worship. And what they mean by that is like, no smoke, mm. no lights. It's just a hunger for his presence. And that's mm. what they're doing. And like people that. that I am seeing do this. I'm just blown away. I was like, I'd never thought that they'd step out of that. Step you know? out of that. Because but, hasn't the church become too professional? But they're hungry for God and yeah. they, it's stirring, you know, this is yep. just stirring this. People want real. They don't want the theatrics. They don't Amen. want all that junk. Amen. You learn about the Jesus movement movie that's now in theaters. It's in there now. It took them seven years to make this. Seven years. Wow. They've been working on this movie. It's the same guys that did the, you know, uh, I can only imagine movie. Right. And, right. That, and yes. several other great Christian movies. But they said all that was preparation for this. Seven wow. years. So again, the timing. So God had them start this seven years ago to tell what happened in 1970, knowing that it would come out within a week of the Asbury revival. This is it. Oh, Tracy, I'm telling you, this is it. Revival is here. God is moving. He's going to save this young generation, at least Amen. those that will open their hearts. And it's going to transform our culture. And now we just got to pray Absolutely. the churches catch it. <laughs> the churches well, get on fire. <laughs> because the, the churches have been, you know, they've been yeah. asleep. You know, yes. they have been asleep. I, I just saw this post today that mm -hmm. said the American church has been lulled into a sleep for a long time. And yeah. this revival is like an alarm clock going off at 3 a.m. Yeah. And it suddenly wakes you up out of a deep sleep, you know? Amen. Amen. And, um, but, but the thing is, it's like, you know, you mentioned COVID and everything. Right. And everybody got so used to going to online church. Yeah. And I believe with all of my heart that this is drawing people back out of their homes. It's yes. drawing them into the theaters. More importantly, yes. it's drawing them back into church because we know oh. that corporate worship is biblical. And, you know, what does Apostle Paul about say about forsaking the gathering of the brethren? Yes. It just, you yeah. know, it, it is biblical to go to church. And it Amen. was a tactic of the enemy that he used during COVID to scare people, number one. Number two, yep. to get them, you know, back to where they, you know, just yep. just were in, in their living rooms or they'd watch church at their convenience, you know. Right, right, they didn't yep. want to be bothered. They just, now they, you know, and, and for the ones that were going to church for their pick-me-up at their 52-minute service from start to finish, you know. That, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm, right. I, I'm being facetious, you know. I just think about that big red clock that, you know, some of those churches oh, have on the back. That's how a lot of them run it. We got, we got 52 minutes, you know, so they get out, you know, they got eight minutes to get out of the parking lot, so forth, whatever. But, yep, but yep, this yep. is, this is causing a stir. This is causing a hunger, you know, yes, in yes. our churches today, which we needed this wake up call. We yes. needed this so bad. So badly. So, he, I, he, I saw, go ahead, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Well, I, I, I just saw, I saw another video today because I, I just, I, I can't get enough of the word. First off, I can't get enough of the word of God. And then, you know, we Amen. supplement by other things, you know, those are supplements in our yeah. life. But um, I saw, uh, uh, it was a showing of, a, of Jesus Revolution in a movie theater. And yes. people in the movie theater, Pastor Jim, they were kneeling and crying and praying inside of there. And then they were singing the song, I Exalt Thee. In a movie wow. theater. In a movie theater. In a movie theater. Wow. Yes. 
It was well, incredible. You, you told me that you, you saw it with your mom. I you did. Both I saw were in it. tears almost we were the whole time. The entire time. I, I watched the video. And, and again, those that's the good stuff about YouTube and these other things is is these kind of videos. I just watched the video just a little bit ago again tonight. Like I'm I'm like you, I can't get enough of this stuff. Right. And and it was uh, a local, uh, like a local news channel. Mm -hmm. I think it was a Fox News channel, but a local uh -huh. one interviewing the guy that played Lonnie Frisbee, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and and he was saying, first of all, we we've doubled the first opening weekend, doubled expectations. Mm -hmm. Number two, people are going back for the second and third time to see it. Because it's impacting their lives so oh, much. Oh, I can't wait to see it again. I, see, there I, you I go. want to go back. Like, <laughs> I, I wanted to hurry up and stream, uh, you know, go go to Netflix or Hulu or whatever, so I can play it at home. But I, if you can find that, please let me know because I <laughs> I'd love to sit in the comfort of my home and watch it too. You know, <laughs> praise just, God. I like it. You know, I I wanted to rewind some parts. You know, especially that part that I shared. You know, with him, right. with a you know Lonnie Frisbee talking about his desperation. You know, they're desperate. Right. You know, yes. and yes. it was such a it, it was such a powerful scene. I'm just like yes. I look over at my mom. She's got like you know yeah. tears yeah. coming down. And, you know, Kleenexes, and I'm like that Praise too. God. You know, I had goosebumps through the whole thing. You Praise know, God. And it just was. But you know, Pastor Jim, you know Acts two seventeen mm -hmm. says, and it shall it shall come to pass in the last days. God says, and I know you like yep. the King James version, but I think this is that's GSB, okay. That's all right. That's but all right. it'll and it shall come to pass that in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, that your yes. sons and daughters will prophesy, young men will see visions and old men will dream dreams. And yes. he is pouring out a spirit. Yes. I, I saw thousands, uh, pictures of thousands of people in the Philippines right now yes. being baptized. Yes. You know? And it's exciting. <laughs> it's yes. exciting. It's so exciting. And and we know the word of God is perfect. And there's, there's nothing that's out of order. And isn't it wonderful that it begins with the sons and the daughters? It does. Not the it young does. man and not the old man. You know, but the son, the sons and the daughters, the sons you know, and, daughters. and that's what's happening. That's what happened in 1970. It's what's happening again. It's Absolutely. the sons and the daughters, the youth, uh, again, because they're our future. So, so God's not done with us. Amen. He He's is bringing not. a fresh wind, a fresh movement. And, Amen. And, and how desperate are we? I mean, you know, the, the way that the whole politics and everything has just gone down the tubes, elections being installed. It's just been, we're like, we're all saying, God, you know, what's going to happen here? Right. Well, now we know God's showing up. Yeah. He's showing up. He's beginning with the sons and daughters. It's going to hit the rest of us. Amen. Amen. Praise God, because God's pouring out He's his flesh so in good. these last days. He's pouring his spirit upon our flesh. Amen. <laughs> upon all flesh. Well, you know, all flesh. Uh, I just God. I just want to close with saying yes. one thing, and then I I'm going to ask you to pray over our Hallelujah. nation. Yes. Um, you know, but I would just like our viewers to just remember to don't chase the revival. Chase right. the one who brings the revival. Yes. Chase his presence. And yes. don't go chasing the supernatural. Chase the Lord. Chase yes. his presence. And the supernatural, yes. it, it always follows, you know? Yes. But yes. don't get caught up. Be God chasers, you know? Yes. Be Jesus seekers. Seek his presence, you know? Hallelujah. 
stay grounded in his word stay mm. grounded in his word but yes. I, pastor jim would you please yes. pray for our nation pray for our young people pray for our churches our our ministers give them guidance you yes, know yes, yes, anyway go go right yes, ahead, pastor yes jim. yes he, he, hebrews 10 25 says forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is but exhort one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching the coming mm. of our lord is drawing nigh i just want to encourage everybody out there as tracy has said if you're not back in corporate worship in a congregation we encourage you to get back to your church if you yes. don't have a church find one but find one that believes the bible yes. <laughs> find one that loves jesus uh, you know um and and don't there's woke churches out there now. <laughs> uh, you know, true. The, the church is woke too. <laughs> so, you know, um, so find a good Bible believing church, get in corporate worship, but don't find a perfect church because you won't. No, you Because you can't. Because there's none that's perfect. So don't be, don't judge, but, but let them be. They must, they must be sound in doctrine. Yes, yes, yes. Find good sound doctrine, but find just a place where you can plug in and serve and get involved and worship and pray and praise and give and, and, and hear the word of God and, and, and be ministered to and minister to other people. Whether Amen. it's becoming a greeter or an usher or just, be, just praying. You know, you could sit in your seat and pray. Pray for the pastor while he's preaching. Pray for people to come in. And, and it's happening, it's here. Father, right now, the name of Jesus, revival, we're not asking for revival anymore. It's here. Lord, okay. it is here. You have sent revival, oh God. <laughs> oh, we are so thrilled, we're so humble. We're so grateful, yes, Lord, we're desperate. We are hungry and we are thirsty for your yes, Holy Lord. Spirit. Yes, your holiness. This is a movement of holiness. It's time for, the, for people to quit playing games. It's time for people to get right with God. It's time for people to, to, to have an encounter, not with your hand, with what you can do for us, but with your face, just for who you are. You said, if my people will humble themselves and pray yes. and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive your sins and I will heal your land. Hallelujah. Mm, so yes. Lord God, in Jesus name, we thank you that you're moving. You're moving in our young people, the sons and the daughters. But now Lord, let us hit those that are a little bit older too. Let the churches catch fire. Lord, these young people, as they come out of these colleges, they need to get into churches. They, let them be the not just the future leaders of the church, but they, we, need to, we need them in there now. So we need young people start coming into church and we Lord. need to be ready to receive them lord they may not dress like us we want them anyway they may not talk like us we want them anyway there yes, is there there it's the heart that you look at it's the heart it's yes, just like Lord. the movie shows they were coming in in bare feet stuff who cares who cares what god's concerned about is the heart and so god we open our doors we open our hearts for what you're doing we just pray lord god that America be restored back to you. Yes. That America come back to Jesus. America come back to Jesus. Yes, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, and not just America, but Canada and Mexico and Central America and South America and Europe and Asia and Russia and the African continent, Lord God, 
and all the islands of the sea. Lord, everywhere. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray that Jewish people come to know Jesus, their Messiah. Their their Messiah, their King, Lord God. Revival, Lord God. Revival. Let it hit every nation, every tribe, every tongue, every people. And let it begin in us. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. (laughs) Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Pastor Jim. God bless you you too. Thank you. Okay.